the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Love Never Fails Radio. Love Never Fails. Inviting you to join in the fight for love. There are millions of people who are trapped in modern day slavery. Take a stand to do something against this injustice. Join the fight against human trafficking. If you truly love, set the captives free. Each week, this program sheds light on the needs of vulnerable people in our community who are impacted by human trafficking, homelessness, addiction, and abuse, and celebrates the work of those who are meeting them right where they are and expressing to them that they are precious, valued, and loved. Our goal is to see this radio audience move to compassion demonstrated in acts of service, generosity, and gifts of time. Give up a chance, give up your heart, love never fails. Now here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, founder and executive director of Love Never Fails, Vanessa Russell. Thanks and welcome to Love Never Fails Radio. We're so excited um, to be in studio today with one of my favorite people in the world. Um, I'm in the studio with Brianna Williams, none other. Um, one yeah. of our uh, board members, Love Never Fails board members, also survivor leader, entrepreneur, accountant, foster mom, <laughs> friend, sister, daughter, just um, just a beautiful person. Uh, welcome to the show, Brianna. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> so, Brianna, um, I just want to you know read a little bit of your bio here. Um, so as was mentioned, um, Brianna has actually been a board member, uh, with Love Never Fails for, I want to say, has it been four years now? About I think, four? I think it's about four. Okay. About four years, but I've known a Brianna. We actually met years before that. And I'll let you tell mm-hmm. the story just so everyone mm-hmm. can be reminded of, uh, our, our meet and our walk, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. we had some fun, fun beginning stories and some major accomplishments today. You're going to hear about some of the breakthroughs that Brianna has made as a teenager who was ensnared in in the life of human trafficking. But we're also going to talk into where she's at today, where she's actually the foster mom of two children. And she also has a a two-year-old daughter um, as well. And so she has just um, got some uh, incredible insight that I want to bring to bear specifically about foster care. Um, and how it, you know, what it's like to be a survivor and then become a, uh, you know, a foster care mom. I also, um, today we're going to be talking about, uh, her business, uh, Katrina's popcorn and some of the things she's doing there, uh, just innovative things that she's doing. And so we've got a lot, uh, a lot of ground to cover. Um, and, um, so glad to, to, uh, have her on the show. So, so Brianna, maybe you could take us back to that. I want to say, was it? Was it, it was about six years or seven years ago? I can't remember. 20, 2012. Yeah. 2012. Oh, eight mm-hmm. years ago. My goodness. Yeah. I know. It went by so fast. Yeah. So, so eight I, years ago. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I was invited to a walk Love Never Fells was having. Um, <laughs> very different back then. I, I didn't want to go. I was 18. Um, I had escaped from my trafficker about six months prior. And um, I was angry. I I was like, you know, nobody can tell me anything. You know, I know everything. I'm not trafficked. What are you talking about? Um, very yeah. common. Very common. We must say, yeah. right? So and I, we don't. We never want to. I think the people you were working with, you know, were directing Ed. Right? Was uh, directing <laughs> you to come. And, yeah. And and we know that we try to meet people where they're at. So if they're not ready mm-hmm. to claim that, that's cool, you know, but yeah. you, you weren't ready for it, right? You were like, no. no. I didn't know what that was in the first place. I was like, what are you talking about? So I went and uh, that changed my life for the better. Um, I went and, you know, I really didn't, you know, I still, like I said, I was still pretty irritated, I guess you could say it. Mm-hmm. I home and 
I, I was only a few credits away from graduating. And so um, I actually started calling places, calling around, and I didn't realize it was this organization I had just met. Uh, and so I called Levna Rafael's and instantly they they connected with me. They said, how many credits do you have? You know, they did an intake and they got me in school pretty, pretty, probably within a few weeks. Um, so I was actually able to graduate and get my diploma. And then um, I was matched with a mentor, met Vanessa and fell in love. Um, and they also helped cultivate my, uh, <laughs> my uh, willingness to share my story and just, you know, um, bring awareness to others. Well, it was, it was a uh, mutual, the feeling was mutual <laughs> and I was really inspired by you. Um, and I remember you telling me that you had created a business plan um, mm -hmm. in, in your childhood and you had all of these amazing hopes and dreams. And one thing about you that always struck me, I was like, man, this girl is doing it because mm -hmm. you always, you know, you may not have known how you were going to get there. Yeah. But you always had a vision for where you were headed. And I think. Um, I was just inspired the whole time. Uh, I was inspired by your willingness to be vulnerable and like, tell me, Oh, I'm going to do this and I'm doing that. And, and I'm about this and I'm about that. And I was like, you know, however I can help her to realize some of these dreams. Um, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm about that. So, yeah. So we did that. And I remember there was this season where, you know, you were just knocking stuff off. You got your license. You, well, you got, you graduated, you got your license. You, um, you started a class. Who was it with? It was with, um, oh, um, come on. Accounting. Help me. With Charlie. Charlie. Yes. Oh, Charlie. Yeah. Now, Charlie has passed away, just for those of you who are listening, but we still, you still remain connected to his daughter, right? And, I do. And we, um, we, you know, his legacy, uh, what was it? The chasm. It was. Bridge some, the chasm. Bridge the chasm was his, mm -hmm. his organization. And what Charlie did, and I want you to hear this listening audience, what Charlie did was life-changing for so many of our young people, including Brianna, is that he took the time to meet with Brianna and um, other, a few other of our survivor leaders and just show them about math, right? Yeah. Tell, maybe really, tell the listening audience what he did. I think this would be good. Okay. So, well, he did take the time, although with me, it was a little bit different. He actually hired me to babysit um, while the survivors came to attend the class. Um, and there ended up being no children to watch, but I, I sat through his class and um, I remember from the first moment I met Charlie, he said, I'm going to hire you. I don't know what I'm going to have you do, but you're going to work for me. <laughs> and so um, I just kept attending these classes. Basically, I was bored because there was nothing for me to do. So I just started participating in the class. I was already um, very good at, at math. Um, and he, he really he really took a unique approach. He started from literally two plus two. And went all the way up into accounting. Um, and so I would just sit there and, you know, in the beginning, I was very bored because I was doing these <laughs> two plus two problems. And um, yeah. yeah, but, you know, I kept doing it because I was like, you know, and so I would turn in these papers to him. Um, and he's like, yeah, you don't even have to do this. You know that, right? You're like supposed to be babysitting. I'm going to pay you regardless. I'm like, well, there's nothing else to do. Mm -hmm. um, so I went to the class and um there was actually a few people who wanted to become accountants who were actually in the class, but I was the only one who would show up early. Um, one of the reasons is I was on public transportation, but I would always show up super early. Um, and I was always the last to leave. So after this class ended, I had ace every paper um, that I didn't have to take. Um, and about four months went by and he called me and he said, Hey, do you, you want to do accounting? You're the only one who was always on time. The only one who aced all the papers. And I know you, didn't sign up for that, but do you want to take this, this opportunity? Um, and I've always been someone who um, is open to take every opportunity. You know, you can always stop doing something, but if you never start, then you never have that opportunity. And so I took that, took that chance and um, I started doing accounting, which I had knew nothing about before this. Um, mm -hmm. So I still do accounting actually to this day. 
Yeah. See that? And so just and just to be I also want the listening because sometimes people who don't come from this background or, you know, come from, you know, a comfortability, you know, middle class, whatever, upper class. You don't realize the struggle, right? The people, the girls were coming from Oakland and from Hayward and 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 getting on public transportation to Pleasanton. Right. It wasn't the office of Pleasanton. So yeah. y'all were getting on the public transportation. Some people had children. They had to get off the child care and this and that. And, you know, Brianna was able to get there early. And, um, and, 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 and Charlie saw tenacity in her and it ended up hiring her to assist the chief financial office at this company there in Pleasanton. So I was um, so excited about that. And that started, you know, um, a whole took on a whole life of its own mm-hmm. um and so we're we're going to take a quick break but when we come back i want to i want to kind of nestle us into uh the next thing that you took on and i think it's just good to just show you know how you you know these things are not easy they're not easy yeah, they're not <laughs> but you 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 know there was a desire and a commitment and then there were people in the community that were willing to partner with you on it. So we're going to come right back um, and um, we're going to hear more from Brianna and thank you for listening to Love Never Fails Radio. For more information on this program, visit loveneverfailsus.com. That's loveneverfailsus.com. We'll be right back with more right after these messages. Trash bills weighing you down? At Case Industries, we specialize in lowering waste costs and providing trash, consolidation, and compaction services for multifamily properties, condos, and commercial shopping centers. Let us help you reduce operating expenses and increase property NOI. Case Industries, saving the planet, saving you money. Contact us today for a property trash and recycling assessment online at caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. That's caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. Case Industries, the property manager's friend. Hi, I'm Sandra Herrera, CEO of Case Industries. I've found that many employers are looking for ways to help the community but don't know how. I encourage you to consider supporting Love Never Fails as a corporate sponsor. Love Never Fails offers all the resources necessary to help young women and men overcome the trauma of exploitation and abuse. And that's why I'm proud to have Case Industries supporting Love Never Fails Radio. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. Now, here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, Vanessa Russell. And welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. We are in the studio today with Brianna Williams, who is uh, one of our Love Never Fails board members. She's a survivor leader. She's an accountant. She's a foster mom. She's just doing amazing work, advocacy in the community. Um, raising awareness about human trafficking. And so we were just talking about how you became an accountant and how that came to be and some of your early progress in your, you know, I think that happened up between 18 and 21, right? Somewhere in there. Uh, When I started, when I first started, I started at 19. 19. Yeah. Okay, cool. And so I'm, I see I'm, my time frames are changing as I get older. Mm-hmm. I, I'm trying to reduce things. I'm like, I've just been knowing you for two years. And people are like, no, it's been 10. I'm like, oh, <laughs> no, what's, wait a minute. What happened? I'm getting old. So anyway, um, so um, I think it was right around then that we asked you to join the board mm-hmm. and, um, and, you know, help us to make sure that what we're doing is um you know aligned with the needs of a survivor and you know n- knowing that that was a little bit before you but you're still remaining in community or like in past in the past right but yeah. you're you're remaining in community with other people that are continuing to be impacted and how has how has that been for you to be a board member um and you know what have you learned what, uh, you know, I, cause I, I know there are people that are listening that maybe have mm-hmm. board seats open and maybe might be encouraged to consider putting a survivor or a, a member of youth, you know, youth on your board for us, for me, I'll just say it's been really good to make sure that, um, you know, I'm getting the right information. Yeah. Um, so tell me how it's been for you. 
So it, it's been amazing. Um, one thing is, you know, I don't come from a background of, you know, knowing what a board is necessarily or, you know, the terminology. So it's been really cool to kind of learn um, all that and, and just be exposed around um, people who may be in different professions or different um, areas in their life. Mm-hmm. It's been really cool to just kind of see different perspectives of my fellow board members. Yeah. But then also it's been really cool that I get to be a voice and, you know, my vision is has always been to be a voice for the voiceless. And so um, I just think it's amazing that you asked me to join this board to make sure that your organization is keeping survivors in mind um, mm. and making sure that, you know, you know, um, sometimes people can come up with great ideas. Um, but if you haven't necessarily endured that, you know, you don't know how that someone could take it. And so I just thought that was really cool that you, you wanted to go ahead of that, you know? Um, yeah. I mean, um, I certainly could call myself a survivor of many things, but mm-hmm. I'm not a survivor of human trafficking. And, and there's just some very unique things yeah. that I felt like needed to be voiced and understood um, when we make significant decisions. And one of our, one of our goals for as a, as a board is survivor empowerment. And that's one of the reasons why, um, I mean, obviously that's like, duh, but you'd be surprised how many nonprofits that are fighting against human trafficking mm-hmm. don't, aren't talking to survivors or, you know, not trying to put them down or anything. I'm, I'm hopefully saying this to encourage them to consider this. Um, because I, you know, it definitely was a conviction. I didn't, it wasn't like this in the beginning. So I want to make sure, you know, I had survivors all around me, mm-hmm. but it, they weren't on the board. Yeah. And the reason was you tend to think of the board as the business people, the mm-hmm. people that are, have all this business background. Mm-hmm. Well, we're in the business of empowering survivors. So who better than to tell us how to do that than a survivor themselves? You know, that. Yeah. 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 And yeah. And that's what I thought was, you know, unique um, about Love Never Fails, too, because, you know, like you mentioned, um, you know, it's not a put down. I suggest that they do um, have opportunities for survivors to join their boards as well. But Mm -hmm. a lot of times in policy and just in general, um, a lot of decisions are made surrounding human trafficking Mm -hmm. Um, that they they sound really good on paper. But um for a survivor, we take it a different way. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I just think it's very important for any organization or just any body working with survivors that they let them be a voice. Yeah. And so thinking a little bit, you know, when we think about that strategy, the, what we're doing with our goal of doing survivor empowerment, maybe you could tell the listening audience what we're doing. This is your charter, you know, kind of you're owning this as a, as a goal and as a strategy for the board. Um, what 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 are some of the things that you're doing? And maybe if someone's listening, maybe they might want to help us. So some of the things that love uh, as far yeah. as yeah yeah yeah. So um, uh, have you are you open to talking about the house for one? Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. One of the most amazing things that Love Never Fails is doing is um opening a house for for youth um who've been trafficked. And that's that's so unique and um, amazing because, you know, I was a youth that was trafficked and there wasn't somewhere that, you know, I could go um, that tailored towards trafficking and would take me as a youth. Um, and I think that would have made a big uh, difference for me. Um, it also probably would have shortened the time I was trafficked. Um, mm-hmm. be, you know, it just it would have changed my life drastically. So I thought, yeah, well, that that's what you're doing. Um, another thing that we're doing is hosting retreats for survivors so that they can come together um, and just be loved on. Um, Mm -hmm. The thing that I've always thought was so, you know, powerful to let them know that, you know, they're loved. Yes. I'm so excited about that. You, I am. I can't wait. (laughs) I think Hillary is working on it. I can't remember who all. So Hillary is one of our advisory board members and there's a few others that are working with you on that. So Mm -hmm. if you're listening in and you're like, how can I be a part of that? Just so you kind of get a picture of it. Imagine never leaving the city ever, Mm -hmm. never being amongst trees, never being by a body of water aside of maybe like, on the side of like the bay, maybe seeing it from the car, maybe, 
but like actually going up and walking by door or walking by a lake and being in the outdoors, zip lining, um, spending time with other girls and just laughing and drinking a cup of cocoa and just singing. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, just so if you feel like, wow, that's really calling out to me, please help us. We, we want to send as many uh, uh, survivors as we can to, uh, to this, this retreat. And we don't know whether, it, you know, we don't know where it's going to be. So I made it sound like it's an outdoorsy place. I just assumed because we did it once before at Old Oak Ranch, I think. Not Old Oak Ranch. It was at um, Mount Hermon. Mm-hmm. And um, boy, that was it amazing. was beautiful. Yeah. You know, so and then going back to the other piece about the survivor empowerment that we're doing is we're encouraging more survivors to highlight their stories. So you've heard Tish on here recently. You've heard Erica. She's come on. You've heard Vanessa VP. She's come on. Now you're hearing from Brianna. We want to showcase the the giftings and the purpose of each of these powerful women uh, and men and give them an opportunity to um, hopefully be in community and in partnership with someone who's out there, who's listening, you know? Um, and when we come back, we're going to hear all about um, Brianna's uh, work that she's doing her business um, in providing popcorn, delicious popcorn, um, all kind, all flavors. It just, um, yeah, it's a problem. It's a big problem that she's <laughs> she's making this good popcorn here. Although popcorn is one of the least fattening snacks. So see, Especially the way you make it. Win-win. Mm-hmm. The way you make it is even better. Okay. Okay. So when we come back, we're going to hear all about Katrina's popcorn and ways that you can support her. Um, and I want you to be specific, Brianna, about things that you need. You know, if you're listening in, you're an executive at Whole Foods. Hook us up. You Safeway, come on. We'll come back and we'll um, fill you in on how you can help. Okay. Thanks for listening to Love Never Fails Radio. We'll be right back. To join in the fight for love, visit loveneverfailsus.com. Don't go away. Love Never Fails Radio will return right after these messages from our sponsors. This is Dr. Miluna Fausch. I am honored to serve on the advisory board of Love Never Fails, where each voice matters as lives are restored. Thank you for your support. Let's face it, you are making a pitch for something every day. Your verbal communication skills are the key to your professional and personal success. My company, Pitch Perfect Presentations, trains executives, management teams, and startups in delivering consistent, effective, engaging presentations to today's diverse audiences to rev up sales, attract clients and fans, and secure funding. Visit PitchPerfectPresentations.com to schedule your complimentary strategy call with me today. That's PitchPerfectPresentations.com, PitchPerfectPresentations.com. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. Now, here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, Vanessa Russell. And welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. Uh, We are in studio again with uh, Brianna Williams, and we were just going to dive right into Katrina's Popcorn, um, which is Brianna's uh, creation. Um, She comes from a long line of entrepreneurs, and uh, I just wanted to have her kind of share with us uh, what, her reasoning or, you know, why she just did uh, a popcorn business. And, um, you know, of course she got to, she's got to fill us in on all the flavors and all the, you know, all the possibilities. Um, so, and then how we can order, of course, you make sure you tell people that, but then, um, and then, you know, what you hope to achieve with your popcorn business. I think, uh, that would be really good. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I do have a popcorn business. It's called Katrina's Popcorn. Um, I started it a few years ago, but really I, I grew up around popcorn. My mom um, started a popcorn business when she was 18. And so by the time I was born, she was, you know, full-fledged and running it. Unfortunately, she had to close it after she became sick. Um, 
But a few years ago, I was looking for a business to start. Um, I just really wanted to show survivors of human trafficking or really just any um, injustice that no matter what you've been through, you can overcome it. And at the time, I didn't see very many examples. And so I would meet with uh, Sky's the Limit, um, which is a nonprofit that helps young entrepreneurs. Um, and I would bring my popcorn at these meetings. Um, and, you know, I was going through all these different businesses and just trying to figure it out. And one day they said, hey, what about this popcorn you make? Um, and so really, that's when I, I changed popcorn was birth um, with my mom's blessing and um, the willingness to, to um, bring awareness to human trafficking. So we have six flavors. Um, we have butter, hot butter, which is spicy. It's actually our number one seller. Um, cinnamon toast, cat's Cajun corn, spicy garlic, garlic. Um, and it's, it's all really good. <laughs> and so we also have a website. Yes. Our website is Katrina's Popcorn with a C. And it's all one word. So it's katrinaspopcorn.com. And you can purchase. We ship um, nationwide. And then we also do deliveries local um, in the Sacramento greater area. Our vision for Katrina's Popcorn is really to just bring awareness, continue bringing awareness to the community about human trafficking um, and continue to empower survivors and young or, and the youth as well. We also employ survivors. Um, so up until you know recent, it's been on a contract basis. We're actually looking to hire our first survivor um, that will be part-time. Um, in a permanent position. So I'm really excited about that. Um, and we, we partner with several corporations. Um, that's kind of, that's kind of our preferred venue. Um, so we've partnered with healthcare companies. We've partnered with, um, local churches, local events, um, several different corporations. Um, and so if you are, um, work with a corporation, definitely reach out to me. Or if you have an office building, definitely reach out to me. I know one thing some of our customers are doing are, um, I know with this COVID-19 thing, it's a little bit different. So a lot of people aren't in the office, but some of our customers are actually shipping popcorn to their employees just to say, hey, we're thinking about you. So that's one way that you can support them as well. I love that idea. Very nice. And you have these, uh, she has these like little half bag, like almost like can fit in the palm of your hand bags. Mm -hmm. with a nice Katrina popcorn label on it that kind of tells the story. And so it's a great thing to, you know, when you think about um, some of the, you know, narrative of the day, um, you know, really focusing on black lives and um, how we can um, make a difference in the lives of, of black women and men and, and, and families Brianna is a black woman and she is doing an amazing thing here with this business. And um, I just think it's a great way if you want to, you know, show, show support um, to support a young lady who is uh, working really hard to not only help herself, but also to provide love and care to three children of color and also to hire survivors. This is just, you know, you want to think about practical ways of, of supporting this work. Um, that's, that's a very practical way. I did want to mention that we have Brianna's um, business on the Love Never Fails website, which is loveneverfailsus.com forward slash survivor dash empowerment. And that's all spelled out. So we have, you know, the stories that we've been talking to you about. We have Katrina's popcorn there. We have we have uh, Tish's paparazzi business. We have Erica's blood bot, as well as a village United. And we have Vanessa's a hope in the future. And also we, you heard from Sable a, a week ago and we have her agape design expressions. They're all on the website. You can check out what, you know, what they're all about, different things between t-shirts, between school supplies and, 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 and popcorn. And actually we're going to add Rache's Rache's making some cakes some Ooh. cheesecakes. So we're about to put those up there. It's going to be a whole party up on the website. So uh, <laughs> love never fails us.com forward slash survivor dash empowerment. Um, so um, just Brianna, maybe t take us through a little bit about um, being a foster mom now. So, and I, you know, I really want to open this up a little bit because I know it's been challenging, mm -hmm. but it's been extremely rewarding. So when did you become a foster parent? 
Well, I became a foster parent. Let's see, my my daughter, um, I adopted my daughter. She is two. So I became a foster parent about about two years ago. Um, and it, it's amazing. It can be very challenging, um, but it's definitely rewarding. Uh, you're taking in kids who've been, you know, um, obviously something uh, negative has happened to them. Um, that's why they're with you. Um, and so it's just, it's just amazing to be able to pour in love to them and show them that, you know, they're valued and um, no matter what they've been through that, you know, there's somebody there for them. Yes. Yeah. And again, you know, just, you know, touching on that narrative again, you know, um, uh, for those who are listening, you know, I don't know if you're familiar with a term called ACEs. It's adverse childhood experiences, ACEs. And it's a, an assessment. It's a test. It's a 10, I think it's 10 questions. You can take it yourself. Um, and it'll t- tell you whether you, you know, have experienced adverse childhood experiences, ACEs, and to what degree. And so people who have, who have hit a 10 um, are the most impacted. And unfortunately, African-American family, children, 61% of African-American children in this nation have experienced high levels of ACEs. And so what that tells you is, um, you know, in, in, in the African-American community, trauma is just a common thing. And trauma has an impact on your brain development. It has an impact on your ability to remember things, on your ability to relax. It can, be a, a, it can cause you to live in a constant fight or flight mode where you're short of breath, you're full of anxiety, you're depressed. And that manifests in a lot of different ways in children. And so for Brianna to be able to um, uh, take care of three children, uh, two years of age and under, uh, is just incredible. So tell us, Brianna, you just started this and I remember you, um, you needed a bunch of supplies and we put the word out, you need stuff. And yeah. the community started sending out kinds of things into you. I mean, say, yeah. say a little bit about that. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I have, um, a baby. I got her when she was brand new. Well, just two weeks old. Um, and I didn't have much for her yet. Um, I, I, you know, was hoping to eventually get a baby, but you know, you never know uh, when they're going to come. I, I take a bit, you know, a variety of ages. Um, and so anyway, this brand new baby was here, mix of COVID and doors were closed and um, I was like, oh my goodness, what am I going to do? Where am I going to get this stuff from? And so the community has just been amazing. They poured out so much. Um, um, Everything I needed, basically clothes. She's good for clothes until she's at least nine months. Uh, and so I'm going to be able to actually send on that as well when she leaves, which is pretty amazing. But because of this, um, you know, I'm sure I'm not the only foster parent that has experienced this, that, you know, you, you get these children in and a lot of times they don't come with a lot. And so you have to scramble to say, like, where, where am I going to get this? Um, just envision, you know, you have your children at home. Um, and you buy their things over time. You know, it's not it's not a one day thing that you have to do. Right. Foster child in no matter what age they need you to recreate a bedroom, you know, and make it feel like their own. So even if you had other things before, um, those don't suffice because, you know, it needs to be theirs. Right. Um, they need a wardrobe. They need toys. They need this. They need that. And so it was just amazing. Um, But because of all of this, one thing I did is I started a clothing closet. Um, And so I actually take in um, baby items. Um, Right now I'm taking in baby items up to um, four years old. Mm -hmm. Uh, New toys um, and gently used clothes or new clothes. Um, And then, you know, new or gently used shoes. Um, And so that's been really amazing um, because that allows me to have what I need when they come in. To make it personal to them, you know, um, and pick what they may like. Yes. Okay. So we're going to take a quick break. Um, I'm just giving everyone a variety of ideas of how they can support the work that you're doing, the work that Love Never Fails is doing, and just be an ally and a partner with us um, in this, in this, in the needs that are always present in our community. So um, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back and talk a little more about this. And thanks for listening to Love Never Fails Radio. For more information on this program, visit loveneverfailsus.com. 
That's loveneverfailsus.com. We'll be right back with more right after these messages. Trash bills weighing you down? At Case Industries, we specialize in lowering waste costs and providing trash consolidation and compaction services for multifamily properties, condos, and commercial shopping centers. Let us help you reduce operating expenses and increase property NOI. Case Industries, saving the planet, saving you money. Contact us today for a property trash and recycling assessment online at caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. That's caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. Case Industries, the property manager's friend. Hi, I'm Sandra Herrera, CEO of Case Industries. I've found that many employers are looking for ways to help the community but don't know how. I encourage you to consider supporting Love Never Fails as a corporate sponsor. Love Never Fails offers all the resources necessary to help young women and men overcome the trauma of exploitation and abuse. And that's why I'm proud to have Case Industries supporting Love Never Fails Radio. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. Now, here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, Vanessa Russell. And welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. We've been talking to Brianna Williams about all the variety, the, the different ways that she is positively impacting her community. And um, so proud of you and grateful to be a witness to everything that um, has been done. How much of, you know, how much does faith have to do with the things that you um, are, are doing in your life? I know that, you know, you do a good job of kind of um, walling off some aspects of your business because you you know popcorn is popcorn right it's a mm-hmm. it's a universal um yeah. snack right but um for you personally right mm-hmm. is there uh you know does your faith come into play as you uh pursue the things that you do yes it has a huge impact it has um it impacts everything i do um, so I am a believer and um, I pray about everything. I pray about every child that comes in um, before they come in, whether I'm going to decide to take them or not. Um, and so I pray for it until God, you know, help me to know if this is the right child for my home. Um, and then once they're here, I pray for them. When they leave, I pray for them. Um, and, you know, I believe that that does have an impact for them um, yeah. and it's helping them. Um, and then I pray for my business all the time. Um, it's I've experienced some huge growths in my business that I know are a result of my dedication and my prayer. Mm-hmm. Um, things that just, you know, normally wouldn't come. Um, and it's been amazing. I'm abundantly blessed and just, um, I'm so excited for what God's doing in my life and mm-hmm. everything gets to come. Yeah. And I want to encourage those people that are listening right now. Maybe some moms are praying for their children that are in, you know, maybe different, you know, whatever, having some, challenges um i know that your mom was a praying woman and she prayed yeah. for you early yeah. in your life yeah and um you know this is one of the reasons why just so you all know you know when i talk about opening a house you know brianna mentioned that we were opening a house for children one of the things that troubles my heart is that there's a lot of families out there whose children maybe maybe single moms who are working different jobs or maybe they have some kind of physical ailment that is limiting their ability to be present with their child, or maybe they're in a abusive relationship and it's caused them to be chaotic and um, not really aware what their child is getting ensnared in. There's a lot of reasons why a child goes neglected or is vulnerable to traffickers. And so they get ensnared and, you know, we've seen it happen to uh, just everyone across the social economic range, right? You know, every race, every religion, it does not discriminate. If there's, if someone's going through a hard time, they're vulnerable to a trafficker, believe it or not. And now with social media, even more so. Um, And so, you know, here you are um, vulnerable to trafficking. You get ensnared. You maybe, you know, you maybe are ensnared for a month or a week or a weekend or maybe six months. And then when you're found, you, um, you know, when you're found, you will be placed back with your parents who are ill-equipped to support. They were already troubled with the challenges you had before you got trafficked. 
And now they're going to be even more troubled with your, their child having been raped anywhere between five and 20 times a day for the last whatever amount of time. I mean, this is a highly traumatized child. And that troubles my heart that there are no programs available for children between the time of the tra- first init- you know, being trafficked and foster care. Like we have to wait for the child to be dragged through the street for I don't know how long before they actually become a ward of the court and are placed in foster care. And, you know, that is why we are moving in the middle. We're moving into that space purposely to say, let us help you parent mom or dad. Let us not blame you. Let us recognize you have some issues, maybe that you need some support with. Maybe you need counseling. Maybe we need family counseling. Your child certainly needs some care. Let us help you for up to a year in our housing program. You, I know you have a lot of expertise on the foster care system and the correlation with human trafficking. 60% of those that are trafficked have been system involved. 60%. Brianna. Yeah. Yeah. Thoughts on that? It's very sad. Um, it's a huge problem. Um, and, you know, I'm still thinking of ways to tackle it. Um, as Vanessa mentioned, it's 60%. And, you know, those are the numbers that we have confirmed. I'm sure it's much higher, but that's the numbers we have. Um, these kids are just so vulnerable. Um, and, and even, you know, I know we were talking about parents, but here's where teachers, where coaches, where um, dance instructors, just people in the community come in. Um, you know, for those of you who know Vanessa's story and why she started Love Never Fails, she was a dance instructor and she cared. Um, and so for these foster youth, I think for them, um, yes, the foster parents, they're great. Um, but I think it also comes to, um, People in the community need to speak up for them. They need to look out for them. They need to care about them, um, check in on them. Um, and then we do need more foster parents um, that are willing to take, um, sorry, C-sec youth, so sexually commercially, sexually commercially exploited children. Um, and there's just not enough homes for them right now. Um, and if, if those things happen, I think it, it would make a difference for them. Yeah. Yeah, no, I... And you know this. I mean, you, you, I don't believe you were in the foster care system, Brianna, were you? Um, yes and no. Temporarily. You were. Okay. I was um, home um, for about 10 months um, and they, they weren't equipped to help me with human trafficking. Um, they didn't really address it. And so as a result, when I left, um, that's when it actually got worse. Yeah. And were you, um, I know you were awarded the court at one point and that's when you went into the out of state program, but the point from the, when you were first trafficked the first time, Mm -hmm. um, to the point where you became awarded the court, how long was that? Um, maybe about a year. Yeah. Maybe about a year. I had, I actually, um, and I don't know if you know this as a part of my story, but I actually, um, you know, I was abused at a young age and I started running away when I was about 13. Um, and so at one point, my mom, you know, she was trying to figure out what to do. She actually put me um, in a group home um, mm-hmm. to see if they could help. And here's where Vanessa's program would have been amazing because, you know, this was just a regular group home. You know, there was no like oversight, really. It was just kind of whatever. Um, and I was actually kidnapped in traffic um, uh, for about a week or so. And that was my first encounter. Um, when I was 13. While you were there. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. So I was, about, and so, I was 13 or 14. And I was, okay. So yeah, this, was, this is exactly, exactly yeah. what we're after is to yeah. actually be that Kate, that tailor made program mm-hmm. for you, Brianna, yeah. because I, I know you now and I don't want that young lady that young yeah. man dragged through the dirt mm-hmm. before they they get to realize how awesome they are. We're going to have to take a break, um, but we, um, we are going to come back. We're going to talk about ways that people can get plugged into what you're doing, Brianna, and, uh, and uh, talk about other events that are going on in the community. Thanks for listening to Love Number Fails Radio. 
To join in the fight for love, visit loveneverfailsus.com. Don't go away. Love Never Fails Radio will return right after these messages from our sponsors. This is Dr. Miluna Fausch. I am honored to serve on the advisory board of Love Never Fails, where each voice matters as lives are restored. Thank you for your support. Let's face it, you are making a pitch for something every day. Your verbal communication skills are the key to your professional and personal success. My company, Pitch Perfect Presentations, trains executives, management teams, and startups in delivering consistent, effective, engaging presentations to today's diverse audiences to rev up sales, attract clients and fans, and secure funding. Visit PitchPerfectPresentations.com to schedule your complimentary strategy call with me today. That's PitchPerfectPresentations.com, PitchPerfectPresentations.com. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. Now, here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, Vanessa Russell. And welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. We, again, have just been having a great time talking with Brianna uh, about all of the great things that she's doing and insight, validation of our housing program. Um, I want to first give you an opportunity. So, uh, uh, Brianna, if you could remind everyone where they can support your popcorn business, that'd be great. Yeah. So I have a website. It's Katrina's Popcorn with a C. Um, dot com. And then also, as Vanessa mentioned, it's also linked on Love Never Fails website as well. And that's under it's Love Never Fails Us dot com forward slash survivor dash empowerment. So it's there. And then your your popcorn business we want to promote, but you're also selling other items. Um, and that's also going to help you employ more survivors. Correct. Correct. Yes. So the mission is, you know, the vision is with every business I ever start, they'll all employ survivors and be a trauma informed workplace. Um, but I do have another business I run. It's called Be Free. Um, and um, right now we sell various items from kids toys to iPhone chargers to just pretty much anything you can think of. Um, and so we'll also have that linked in Love Never Fails. Yeah. And long term, we should get that on Amazon. So if anybody wants to help us with, uh, you know, the the technology side of these things, making digital stores, using uh, creating Shopify carts, yeah. uh, things like that, we, you know, we we welcome your help. We actually have um, been doing quite a bit of that work with our community store. And that's the next thing I'll share with you. Um, we have, um, because of COVID, we moved our entire operation online. So if you go to store.loveneverfailsus.com, you'll see that we've created an online boutique. And, um, you know, perhaps, Brianna, we should feather, we should integrate your business into that in some kind of way. Um, Because uh, it's, just go and look at it, you guys. It is incredible. It is beautiful. Um, And kudos again to Miguel and Annabella for putting that together and launching that during a a difficult time when we were like, we thought, okay, we're going to have to lay everybody off in the store. We've been able to keep everyone afloat uh, because people have been supporting us um, financially there. And so please do um, do support us there. Um, also, um, we want to encourage you. We currently have uh, over 200 students enrolled wow. in our IT Academy, which we moved online also at the beginning of COVID. Um, so excited. We have 36 people progressing through the, our Google IT certification. And um, just to give you some perspective on the 36 people, these individuals are moving forward to obtain a paid apprenticeship um, with one of eight um, employers in the Bay Area. And so um, we're, we're working towards a um, end of July completion. Um, they're doing interviews the first week of August. We're going to be graduating everyone on the 13th of August. We're moving ahead. Google IT, Cisco, or Scrum Agile Masters. We're going in three pathways, project management, Google IT, Google or Cisco. Those are our career pathways, and we, we're doing it um, in a big way. So 
please invest in yourself. If you're unemployed, if you're trafficked, if you're domestic violence, if you're disabled, if you're homeless, um, whatever, you know, your, your sort of challenge or hardship may be, go ahead and take a look. We have beginning and inter intermediate and advanced classes at loveneverfailsus.com forward slash IT bids. That's one. Secondly, we are, um, uh, we are really wanting to um, get people going with just career assessments, understanding what you're, what, you know, what do you want to do? It might not be in tech. Um, that's another thing that you can reach out to Letitia to learn more about. And that's L-E-T-I-T-I-A at loveneverfailsus.com. Especially if you have a disability, we have some career assessments that we can help you with. Um, and um, we're excited about that. Lastly, we want to just encourage you to um, be a part of some of the advocacy that we're doing. We have a diversity and inclusion consultancy that we've created that um, we're happy to bring into corporations and to small businesses to help you to think through your diversity and inclusion practices. And it involves an assessment and some training and some workshops. And um, it's a year-long program uh, with some experts that are on our team. We'd love to be able to partner with you in that way. We hope that you've enjoyed today. Thank you so much, Brianna, for being on the show. Um, just so appreciate you. So, so yes. admire everything you're doing. Um, and Thank then, of course, absolutely, absolutely. And of course, wanted to just make sure that if you haven't heard it before to the listening audience or of course, you always, I love to hear it too. Uh, I want to make sure that you know that you are loved. Thanks for joining us this week on Love Never Fails Radio. We trust that you've been inspired by these stories of hope and love and that you'll accept our challenge to get involved by contacting us at loveneverfailsus.com, by liking and sharing our Facebook page, Facebook slash Love Never Fails Radio, or by making a contribution directly to Love Never Fails. This program is the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails, which is a donor-supported nonprofit ministry that Vanessa founded as a way of directly impacting the lives of young people who are trapped in or at risk of becoming involved in human trafficking. This broadcast needs your involvement and support. To find out more, simply go to loveneverfailsus.com and click on the radio show link. Today's program was brought to you in part by Case Industries, as well as supporters from Faith Fellowship, New Hope Christian Fellowship, and the International Church of the Foursquare Gospel. On behalf of Vanessa and the whole team at Love Never Fails, thank you for listening, and thank you even more for committing to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. Give up a chance.